You gotta be. Science went too far. If someone or something doesn't take action soon, man as we know it will be eradicated by this threat. Two men have taken up the challenge of figuring out a way to survive. They call this process beer movies. Hello and welcome to Beer Movies, a podcast where we attempt to find the best and worst films ever made and discuss over a beer. So, sit back, relax and crack open a cold one as we dive into this week's film, Dude Bro Party Massacre 3, 2015. Uh, as ever, I am joined by my co-host, Mark, who's going to give us a little rundown after he's had a little sippy sip of his drinky drink. Delish, lish, lish. Well, before we get into the synopsis, a few of you are going to go, why have you not reviewed Dude Party Massacre 1 or 2? Well, there isn't one. Simple explanation. Done. Over. Exactly. They only made the third. I suppose it's a bit like, um, what's the turkey? Turkey. Thanks killing. Yeah. It's giving three, yeah. The sequel is a, it's a three and there's no two in the sequence. Anyway, let's get to the synopsis. In the wake of two back-to-back mass murders on Chico's frat row, loner Brent Chirino must infiltrate the ranks of a popular fraternity to investigate his twin brother's murder at the hands of the serial killer known as Motherface. Dum-dum-dum. Yeah. Um, so I knew, absolutely, I'd never heard of this. Never Before you mentioned it a few weeks ago, as like having an obscene kill count, which mm-hmm. yes, it does. Um, not quite as obscene by our standards yes. as some other people have counted, but we'll get into that. Um, and then within one second of playing the film, um, the company that made this pops up as five second films. Yep. And I don't know how on the internet you were in like 2009 to like. Maybe twenty thirteen ish. I was probably two thousand nine. Was probably Happy Tree Friends and Smosh. So, okay, good comparison. You were watching Smosh. I was watching Five Second Films. Got ya. Because they were like, uh, they would. This is exactly what it sounds like. They were doing it every day, releasing a five second film. Wow. And that that was like their thing. Okay. And this was like pre Vine, so they were doing. It was basically Vines before Vine was even a thing. became a thing. Yeah. Uh, and for all our younger listeners, Vine is now basically what TikTok is. You've just made me really sad there. Thank you. Uh, I mean, there's going to be some people who don't know. Hopefully not too many. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I knew the exact humour that was going to be coming up once I saw that. Okay, so you were prepared slightly. Yes. Um, for like that like one second, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I'd never realised they made a film. Um, I was definitely fully not across them by the time they were doing this. And by the looks of it, this is their only film, I believe. Full feature. Yeah, I did. I did. I did some googling, and I couldn't see if they'd done anything else um, like this as like a, a together project. I think a lot of them are doing their own thing. Yeah, which makes sense. Obviously, they've kind of rose to this big, big level in twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, fair play to him. So, in terms of how the film works, it's quite a cool premise, actually. So, essentially, this mm. film would never have been released. It's been, I think, it got released once, and okay. it was basically cancelled. And this kid recorded it on a VHS. And that's the only reason we're seeing it. Which I believe there is something out there in the ether 
that is similar to this. Like it only got put on TV once, and I think, oh I right, there's people like, oh, well, like in real life, like in real life, and they've recorded oh, it on okay. VHS, and they're like, "I'll sell it to you for this much because this is the only ah, recorded copy or whatever." I know there's things like that. So the pretense yeah, itself yeah, yeah. sold it, and then it's kind of a spoof on eighty slash as well. So I was like, "Yeah, Ooh, I'm liking yeah, this." It's very up your alley, I thought. Mm-hmm. VHS style um, as well. I was just like, "I'm in, I'm in." Yeah, it's got that. Um, so I. I was watching um so the big thing with this is the kill count um is if you do it by numbers stated is like astronomical yeah so we probably should we touch on that yeah i was going to touch on it because i was going to have a so there there is a kill count video where a guy kind of goes through it um and i was watching him and he had like a behind the scenes footage of this um, and they shot it in like 4k and then actually ran it through um, a VHS player to get that effect. Oh, that's so cool. And that's why it looks so good. Oh, I love it. I love that sort of yeah. shit. I like when they like when they film on like old reels and stuff like that. Yeah. Because I think um, Donald Glover did that with Swarm, the TV series. Right. Yeah, had. I need to watch that. Yeah, he like filmed it all on this um, specific reel. And he said, basically, if there's a hair on the lens, I'm fucked. Oh yeah, yeah, like fair play. Yeah, I think I think I saw an interview of him talking about that because they asked him, "Why did you do that?" He was like, "I don't know, man. Like, it just made it so much harder." <laughs> it's cool though, isn't it? Because I think I, cool. I remember a time where we went to the cinema together. We're going off track again, but who cares? Um, what film was it? It was like Hateful Eight or something, and we couldn't watch it in Cineworld right. together because the film had been like it'd been shot on a specific film. I know. Um, I know that. Yeah, I know that there were a couple of Tarantino films that Cineworld specifically in the UK wouldn't run. Yeah. Because of something like that. Like they needed to get special projectors and they were just like, no, it costs way too much money. Yeah, but think of the money that. Yeah, but I suppose, yeah, it's every cinema, isn't it? So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's incredibly cool then. Shot in 4K and then run through. Yeah. Fair play. That's awesome. Um, and that, that's why it looks so realistic with that, like feel i really want them to do more like in this style yeah yeah I, I, it'd be really good um they did it like there's clearly talent behind this mm. yeah massively um, yeah if you do if you like if you can like grab a copy of this i would highly recommend it yeah just really enjoyable stupid film um in the best way yeah so in terms of we were speaking about the kill count is yes. partially the reason why this came across um my knowledge is because it's in the thousands. And I was like, well, obviously we're looking at kill counts here. We want something high. We thought this was going to top the list by loads. Beat House of the Dead out of the water. Yeah. However, the way we run our kill counts is that it has to be confirmed on screen to us. So we couldn't allow yes. this. However, no. there is two occasions. There is a plane crash into an orphanage. That's a newspaper yeah. article. The dean tells us it's 250 people. And then their second prank, they basically create a town underwater through splitting the dam. Yeah, they blow a dam. Yeah. And it creates the New Lake City, which is a bit of a poor taste name for the town, but is what it is. And that drowns 4,000 people. So there is 4,250 people there that we've not accounted for in our numbers because we can't in the way that we do this. Yeah, it just, it wouldn't be fair to other films. Like, they're just, none of it is on screen. So, no. So, yeah, in terms of. Like, I think we'd argue it more if you saw the planes or 
like the water rushing into a town, but you don't see that at all. Like, yeah. I still don't think we even count it there. I think it'd have been a big argument, wouldn't it? Yeah. So yeah, we don't, um, we're not confirming that, unfortunately. No, so ours is a little bit lower than you might find on other lists. Yeah, 4,250 um, lower. But it's still pretty high. Um, yeah, and then the other big thing um, I had when watching this is just the sheer amount of really random cameos, um, some of whom are pretty famous and successful, and then others who are very not, but are internet personalities that you just kind of come across. Yeah, yeah. If you are if you were on the internet in like a certain period of <laughs> history. Um, so, like, the biggest one, I think, is probably like, uh, either your Larry King or your Patton Oswald. Yeah, they're, they're the two people Oswald. I've written down. Like, yeah, what? How have they managed to get them in here? And I think that's yeah, what so, sold me as well. Larry King's very early on, so I'm like, okay, they must have had yeah. some sort of connections here. Yeah, so I looked into it because I did a lot of Googling after this because I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> um, and they had an interview. With, they were interviewed by him. Mm-hmm. At one point, and he was like, "I want to be killed in a film. I've been in films as myself, but I've never been killed off." And then that's kind of why they then did that. Okay, got you. Um, I'd love that as well. To be fair, yeah, Pat and Oswald. I mean, he pops up in everything, so not not like too surprising to see him here. But it was still like, oh my god, he's like he's quite famous. So yeah, he's one of them. Um, like you recognize him, but he's not like a household name, if that's fair to say. He is in my household. Um, a wrong house, then. I'm not in your house. I think most people like. I, I think most people would probably know him as like Remy from Ratatouille. Shit, is that who it is? Yeah. Okay, cool. There you go. Plenty <laughs> mine. Um, what do you think is under this right now? It's a mouse. One of the other ones who I definitely think is a bit more of a deep cut is John Francis Daly. He's in this for like two seconds. Okay. So he is. The guy who directed and wrote the newest D&D film. Um, he's been... He's done like a couple Spider-Man, maybe? Okay. Um, but he is also an actor. And he started off in Freaks and Geeks. Like, way back in the day, which had Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seagal, that one. And then he was in Bones, which is where I first knew him from. Yeah, because so a lot, he's just a lot like, of people come through Bones, haven't they? Uh, yeah, I think he's probably the biggest these days. Yeah. Even though he's definitely one that most people wouldn't know the name. Yeah, because I, I recently watched the D and D film, and I was like, yeah. don't know who this is. Like to look at. Yeah. Generally, you don't. I think if you saw him, you might like recognize him a little bit. Okay, got you. But it depends on what you've watched. Mm. Like if you if you never watched Bones, then yeah, it wouldn't I'm, stick I'm not out sure to you. Why you would? Yeah, that's fair. Um. Yeah, so it's just really random cameos in this. <laughs> and then the the one I was like texted you that I spotted one of the voice trailers sounded like one of the buff dudes, which is just like a random workout YouTube channel. Yeah, so random. And then the fucking guy appears at the end, so I was like, oh, it was definitely him then. Yeah, so that must be like the YouTube circle from what they were doing as well. Yeah. That's so cool, isn't it? Just pull your connection. I think that's a weird thing now, actually, to some extent. You probably could do more films like this with YouTubers because YouTube is such a big service now for like a lot of the young yeah, people. Yeah, I feel like this is what you want YouTube to be. You want it to be this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't think we're really getting that these days. No, we um, seem to be getting a lot of... What was the most recent one? Babysitter? 
and then you had a bunch of vine stars in it but that was like oh yeah that was actually all right yeah it was an enjoyable film i never saw the second one yeah that's a good film to be fair as well i think that's yeah i think it's got ortega in it general taker which is a bit of a surprise um scream maybe no scream no i don't yeah um that's on netflix isn't it the babysitter yeah, I think both. They're both. Yeah. If I remember rightly, there. I think it's produced by Netflix potentially. Right. Or I might be lying. Who knows? But um, yeah, it's like that. They the film was fairly current, and you go, oh, "That's cool." Who they've got in it, but they're still mm. a little bit behind. They weren't TikTok stars. They were Vine stars. If that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas I feel like you could do that with YouTubers. You could probably could pull some. Are they saying that they did that Fred film a few years back, didn't they? And that was atrocious. Mm. But then Fred was never for me. So. Yeah. Well, they, oh, fuck, what's his name? There's that guy who's making his own film. Who's a YouTube guy, but I can't remember his fucking name. He's one of those guys who always pops up in, like, random memes and TikToks and stuff. Okay, go ahead. And, like, I feel like if you saw him, you know exactly who I mean. But I can't think of his name. Yeah, it's the problem, isn't it? It's just too many, but, like, random... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a couple, like, doing their own thing like that. I suppose um, the only way you yeah, could hear the masses would maybe be like Mr. Beast or like PewDiePie. And it's like, everyone knows who they are. Then it's fine. But you can't have yeah. this niche YouTuber that you only watch in the UK. No. Although there's one of them in here. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm Omska. Yeah, he does the, the like ASDF stuff. Oh, well, yeah. No, I do know what you're talking about. I don't, I've not personally watched yeah. it. So he's in that as yeah, well. Yeah, he's, he's in this. Damn. Fair play. Um, again, that was through. I didn't clock it. It was through Google. After oh, a little afterwards, yeah. This must have been quite a fun thing to Google afterwards. To be fair, you go. Oh, shit, yeah, it that's was. Another one. That's yeah. another one. Um, oh, we haven't even mentioned one of the other bloody cameos. Andrew WK. When does he come in? Which I remember now. He so he's the guy who has who's like in the house randomly with the long hair. Yep, got you. So they rock up and he's there, and then when they turn over the um, tape, it says "Party Hard." Mm. Which is which was his like massive song back in the day, like way pre twenty fifteen as well. <laughs> um, which is why I sent you that gift of that. But yeah, this must be just like how much you got budget for, and how many people have connections to people. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, should we move on there? Because I really am itching to talk about a lot of the kills because there is yeah. an abundance. I'm surprised we managed to cover that much ground without going into kills. I was trying my hardest for a while. Cool. Uh, yeah, intermission first. Though. Intermission. Dude, bro, party on. <laughs> what you got? So I have a beverage called Good Vibes Only. Oh, lovely. And it is a smash pale. Mm. So it's grapefruit, grapefruit flavours. You know what? It's nice. I'm realising I like grapefruit beer. I can't say I've had too many. It's a bit of a niche one. Yeah. Um, so I have gone for uh, generic lager in Dixie oh, I like Solo it. Cup. Yep, nice. I, I was thinking yeah. to myself, there was no psh at the start here. Yeah, it's because I just poured it into So it. what is actually in that cup? Did you say generic beer? It's just a lager. It's just it's bad. Just unnamed love. I've done bad, so I didn't want to say it. <laughs> we can pretend it's a mixture, isn't it? It's a king's cup is what you're drinking right now. Exactly, yeah. You've gone around your house and you've just put every beer that you've had every episode into the one cup. Yeah. I can't remember. Exactly that. 
personally wouldn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I mostly did it for the uh, drinking receptacle. Yeah, it's very good. I need to get some of them. Bit of beer, bit of beer pong. Uh, this comes from a beer pong set. That's the only reason nice. I have it. Man of culture. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's all right. It's a bug. It's a... It does the job. Yeah. Should have gone Bud Light, really. I think they drink that over there in America. Yeah, that's a that's a massive one, isn't it? That and is it Coors? Coors Light. Coors Light. Yeah. Miller Light. Miller, one. yeah. That's the one we really don't get over here, whereas the other ones we do. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it. Uh, right. On to kills. Best kill. There's so many. Oh, yes. Um, I, I would say almost too many to make it easy to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> I did pick one, but I, this is one of them cases where I've got a few. Yeah, do we want to go through the highlights, or do we want to say what our favourite is and then kind of discuss I think it's safer if we say our favourites and then do yeah, some yeah. highlights afterwards. So, right. um, my one, in the theme of beer, obviously, is quite towards the end. So, there's a beer pump that he finds and it gets plunged into... I feel like you might have this one as well. Um, and it gets plunged into his head. Yeah. And she does the little pump in action to get kind of the air through and then proceeds yeah. to pour out his brains into a red solo cup. Yeah, and then she proceeds like the to one say, I'm drinking out of right yep. now. And then she proceeds to say, "Too much head." Yep, uh, that was some great puns after the deaths. Yeah, there were some solid ones. This was like a um, run of really good ones. So I had picked the same one. Okay, but because there's so many and it seems ridiculous to uh, have both the have same one, I'm going to pick. Uh, I think it might even be the first kill in the film um, when a frisbee is thrown at a guy's head. Oh, just like. Like takes the top half off and it goes. Uh, it's three minutes in and it's a great start. Very visceral. Uh, carries over throughout the whole film. So yeah, damn. I'll take that one. Okay, so my score I gave was quite a high one, so I've given it eighty-eight. Uh, I have gone even higher because I think for the sheer amount that the film does, and there were so many you could pick in this, um, I've actually gone for a perfect hundred. Wow, fair play. Um, because I think every every single one was pretty unique. Um, it was a lot of fun, and they were all done well. I just think it deserves that. Yeah, because one hundred. I think to contextualise a little bit, there is fifteen kills in four minutes in the first four minutes. Yes, and yeah. every so, single kill is different. Yeah, I guess we can kind of go into that a bit more now. Um, so the film starts with a montage, kind of covering the events of what allegedly happened in the first two films yeah. that don't exist. Um, and it kind of does like a kill montage, basically, over this first 15 minutes or so. Um, so the majority of the deaths you get in the film are within this 15-minute mm -hmm. chunk. And it is just constant. <laughs> and it, they're all pretty creative and, like, they're all fairly hilarious. Like, you could, you could realistically pick any of the deaths in that section alone as a best death. Yeah, that we would, and explore. it's definitely worth talking about. So, is there a highlights there for you in this section? Um, I think the one that made me laugh the most was um, was it like Johnny Galoshes surviving the electrocution and then yeah. immediately getting electrocuted because <laughs> he couldn't resist touching someone's boob <laughs> who was already dead. Yeah, so you have a bunch of streakers. Is that what I think they're officially doing? Yeah, and the majority are female. Most of them with their brows off. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and he survives and then proceeds to kill himself. Because of his galoshes that he's wearing. (sighs) Wellington boots to... uh... It's probably like a short version over here. It's not croc. It's not a croc. (laughs) Um... Yeah, that that one is, yeah, made me laugh the most. Yeah, um, there's one that you probably hate, which is the lemon yeah. squeezer eyeball gouge. Yeah, that's pretty Yeah, so she kind of slams his head down on uh, the squeezer, and all the blood soaks out into the receptacle yeah. itself, and um, it goes into a cup. Yeah, heavy. There was one that reminded me of Kevin Bacon's death in whichever Friday the Thirteenth he's in. I think it's the second one, but I might be thinking it's the first one. Yeah, I'm always I think because I generally binge them, so I think it might be the first one, might be the second one. I think it's the first one. I'll okay, cool. Anyway, uh, of someone stabbing like a uh, spear, spear gun. Yes, yeah, like through the bottom through of bed. the bed. Yeah, I think I think it's a bow and arrow in. Maybe it's been a while since I have watched that one. Yeah, it's been a long time as well. Um, so that was a nice little. Homage. Yeah, a bit. Where um, did it go through? Do you want to say where it went through on this occasion? Uh, yeah, it goes through his dick. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see his dick. But <laughs> the way you worded that. Looking too hard. <laughs> uh, it went through his dick. <laughs> how do you want me to say it? I, don't know, I wasn't expecting you to say it that way. It just made me laugh. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a guy who dies in the shower. Yep. I can't quite remember how he dies, but I remember there being a shower. Got some throat slicing as well. Oh yeah, um, there's the guy who's like throwing up in the toilet, and like the vomit comes out as well as the blood. Yep, it's rancid. It's fantastic. Yeah, it looks horrible, but it's great. Um, <laughs> the car with the guy whose hands come off. Yep, they're on a soft top. Um, that was Tomska who does the ASDF stuff. Yeah, got you, got you. ASDF. Um, not, I didn't even, I didn't clock it. I wouldn't have recognised him. Um, <laughs> God, there's so many in that bloody section. Yeah, it actually genuinely is. I had to pause it a few times just to get the count yes. correct. Yeah, because it is wild. Uh, that's where Larry King makes his cameo. Oh, he gets speared, doesn't he? As well. He gets speared as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's very like boom, 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 boom. And I kind of thought yeah. I've heard the kill counts high in this without knowing the crash and the town underwater scene were like part of the four thousand two hundred fifty. Right. I was worried, like, how long is this film going to go on for at this pace? Because I might have to just watch someone's breakdown here at this point because I'm pausing yeah, it every couple of minutes. Just to get the numbers. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. 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 It was great. Um, and like, uh, we we're making it sound like it's like an endurance thing. It's 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 not really like that. We were probably a bit more like that because we were trying to count them. Yeah. But it's just an entertaining recap. It's, it doesn't feel like a slog. Yeah, it's about 23 kills in about six minutes to the opening credits, which yeah. is quite impressive. Yeah. But in terms yeah. of if you're just watching it, it's kind of, it's so quick and they're all different. It's enjoyable. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and what else happened in that bit? <laughs> I think those are the ones that stuck out. Yeah, there is. And then there, I think there's a few kills later on. I don't know if we want yeah. to touch on them. Should we touch on them now? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, um, yeah, go on, you go first. There's a few good ones. The one that sticks out other than the tr- uh, the tap, beer tap, was the guy who gets crushed by a tree. Yep. Um, Very and good And then one. she puts a rope around him, hoists him up into the air, 
and he just like splits and it's like mm-hmm. the, the effect they did of like the skin ripping was really good um and then, and then drops him down a zip line um before that though when he goes up his guts fall out and uh, oh yeah that's it at that point she says it's raining men yeah, that was another good line. That, that happened quite close to the beer tap thing, didn't it? It was all, yeah, it was almost within a scene apart from each other. Yeah, so that's where sometimes it was a hard. There was a few times where it was a little bit difficult to keep track. So yeah. like, okay, boom, 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 and then I'm trying to think what else. There's another one within that. It's the um, what's his name? What they call it? The pledge. The pledge to the the fraternity yeah. that's been in the glory hole for the majority of this scene. Yes, he's in the bathroom. She comes in, slices his stomach, and then proceeds yeah, to try and great. feed it to him. He says, no, I can't eat it. I'm a vegetarian. And then she flushes it down the toilet. And as it's flushing, it just starts reading out his intestine. Yeah, that was great. <sighs> um, one death. So you know the guy who gets his face electrocuted? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, kind of midway through the film, but early on in, like, the dude bros. Yeah, the one I thought was, like, one of the main characters. He was, like, did the you, nice... Did you recognise him? Is he from The Room? Yeah. Is that He's Mark. Mark? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's your sex life, Mark? Um, I'm guessing that's why he got off quite early. Because he was probably not part of the little group. <laughs> yeah, yeah probably he, like, he did seem to be like a main character for a little bit. It's like, how much can we pay this guy? Like, he's big yeah. time. He's been in the room. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his death was all right. And then there is there is one that was... Questionably the most gruesome kill I've seen in any of these films. Warranted, we've watched some pretty gruesome ones, and it was with Samantha. The Oh, yep, okay. I had a question around this. Okay, shall I explain what happens? And then... So, before this, Samantha has gone off with Todd to have Mm -hmm. sex in the forest, because she wants Uh, his... T-O-double-D. T-O-double-D, yes. Thank you. To have sex in a tent. Um, It's quite abundantly clear that Todd... Is not into women. And then he's also killed by Motherface. However, I believe finishes. He arrives um, during that sexual encounter. Yeah. And she's now pregnant. Very quick. Staffs right into her. Okay, yep, mm-hmm. you said it. <laughs> Last week we said a word. It might be that cream pie. There we go. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> you lost my train of thought there. That was wild. Um, she finds the pledge. He's had his inside sucked down the toilet. Yeah. And she's kind of giving, I think it's the brother, the brother of the main guy at the start, a hug. Yes. She gets stabbed. Stabbed through the stomach into the womb, which has now got a fetus in it. Yeah. Uh, yes, and it comes out. And this is where my question is. Um, bearing in mind that a lot of our audiences. Um, do we count the fetus death? I counted it. I also counted it. Okay. Uh, not getting into uh, any politics, uh, yeah. sort of uh, politics. In this instance, I did count it. Yeah. So stabbed, and then it proceeds to push the spear up, and it splits her in half. Yeah, it was great. That was a really good one, actually. It is intense, um, and I would say it's like I genuinely. I don't know about you. I audibly went. What the fuck? I was not expecting that. Yeah, that's genuinely um, shocked. Yeah, I did, I did uh, go. Fuck you know. Um, we should point out, like, we're describing these deaths, and they sound really horrific. They're done in a very cheesy, tongue-in-cheek way. Apart um, from this one, I'd say. Only if you're a puss puss. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Yeah, like no, nothing is. It's not like uh, watching like a really horrific, brutal film. Yeah, like Silent Night was one of the films we've watched where the kills in that were actually just mean. Kind of yeah, hard to watch, yeah. a bit nasty. This isn't that. This is very firmly tongue in cheek. Yeah. Um, if we were putting you off. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I definitely would recommend. This is a recommend. This is this is hitting. I, I really enjoyed this. Um, oh yeah, I want to see more films kind of like this. I think this is very our, this is our style of B movie. Yeah, it tended to. Some I'm movies. curious to see what the final score is going to be as well because I think it hit a lot of our general criteria. It only really missed yeah. two or three. Yeah. So there was one. There was one criterion here. I think you wanted to potentially discuss. Yes. So. Um, <laughs> I think by now it's no secret that we count dongs. Korean dog. Korean dog. Like the dong that we saw. Um, now we see the guy, the brother, practicing Tai Chi at some point. Yep. And there is definitely a hint of dong. Um, yes, we do see his pain. Enough, to, enough for you to notice and that we both counted it. Yes. However, I have a question because there is a character in this who has a fear of dogs. Because of how does he phrase it? Uh, he has a hairy, tiny dick that reminds him of dog dicks. Yeah, bit strange. So when he dies, he has like Vietnam flashbacks, and the screen just fills with dog dicks, like ten of them. Do we count dog dicks? I think we should make the distinction of human. I am happy to do that. Yes, thank Maybe you. So that I don't have to count animal dicks because that feels very weird yes it was it was certainly in one of them ones i think when you're watching telly sometimes if someone walked in mm-hmm. this of all films i've watched of late is a film that i would not want someone to walk in and while i'm watching that particular scene. uh no because they're gonna go what the fuck are you watching i'm like i didn't do anything yeah it was a bit full on wasn't yeah. it why is there dog dicks all over the screen bit strange yeah um cool <laughs> Question asked and answered. Let's never mention it again. Yep, move on from that. Um, Talking of dogs as a segue, (laughs) Scooby-Doo. So the protagonist works out that maybe Motherface is actually Reagan. Uh, Yeah, I love this. And I didn't realise it was going to be a fucking dream sequence. Yeah, it was a bit of a bomb (laughs) on it. I did enjoy that. I was like, when when, they took the mask off and it was Ronald Reagan, I was like, fantastic. (laughs) This is ludicrous, love it, fits the film. And then he wakes up and I was like, oh, yeah, right. It's so sad, isn't it? Like, that genuinely would have yeah. been the best place to finish it. Yeah, but I guess, like, these sort of films do that dream thing quite a bit, so they had to kind of cater. Yeah, I suppose you've got a flashback at the start and then you've got a dream sequence. It's kind of, it's hitting those notes, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and then he turns into a buff dude, literally. One of them. Yeah, absolutely massive. Can tell you which one. That's the, that. That feels like I don't know if you ever have it. Like you play a video game and you're building up to this big boss, but you've like yeah. gone over the top with working your XP stats up, and it's yeah. just the easiest fight ever. This is what that was like. So the way yeah, it works is much. all of his friends who are ghosts come inside of him. That sounds really strange, but it kind of is how it's... I think that is exactly the joke they were making, yep. if it helps. And then he becomes... Uh, yeah, they look like uh, Force Ghosts from Star Wars, and they all... Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a good shout. Come into him. Yeah, and then he becomes uh, basically a Hulk. 
And if you've seen buff dudes on YouTube, you know what they look like. Big guys. Bit of a niche YouTube yeah. channel, I think. It's not massive, is it? Or it might be like I think they're really niche. I don't know too many people who follow them. Yeah, they are funny. They're fu- and he obviously becomes one of them, so he's a massive guy. And then just proceeds yeah. to stomp the fuck out of there. And it's like done. Uh, fun little fact. Did you know that guy also played Kratos in an advert once? Oh. Fair play to him. So that that kind of gives you like a idea of how big the guy is. Yeah, massive. And it just feels like an unfair fight when it ends. It's funny though. It is funny. Yeah, it's brilliant. There's a, there's, a... there's a bit where he was like smacking her, and it, it really reminded me of like um, if you, like you watch films like a gorilla or something killing someone. Yeah, it was that sort of vibe. Yeah, it's like King Kong just come along and just smashed, and that's it done. Yeah. Well, yeah, really fun. Yeah, the Hulk's a good comparison. And then there is it. Yeah. Adding on to the weirdness, um, the film ends with the case being closed on the oranges. Yeah, that was really random. So random. Yeah, we haven't really talked about that side story yet, have we? Yeah, I feel like I was having a fever dream with that. Like, this film is weird, but yeah. like, that was like uh, the so, cherry. Yeah, I, I knew that they'd mentioned, they'd said the phrase bag of oranges a few times throughout the film. Mm-hmm. And like it only really partially went in. I was like, I don't really understand what they're getting at here. And then that all happens, and now I'm like, I feel like I should have been paying a bit more attention to what they were saying earlier. Yeah, it's or maybe I shouldn't have been, and that was the joke. It's so weird. And then next thing you know, his partner becomes a bag of oranges. Yeah, which reminded me of that skills advert. Oh yeah, you went back yeah. in the day. I can't touch anything because it turns skills. Yeah. <laughs> and he just bangs his desk. Uh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it's um, a weird way to end the film. Did you um, did you watch the credits? No, I watched some of it and then I kind of stopped. I know he's. Yeah, there was a post credit scene. I had a feeling there might be. Okay, wasn't that interesting? It was just the guy. Um, you know, earlier in the film, he's like looking for someone. He's looking for the pledge. Yeah, and he's saying his name over and over again. He keeps walking through random bits. Okay, he does that again. Oh, and that's it. Um, but the reason I mention it is because. I watched the credits to get to that point and it shows you like the backers of who funded this and there is thousands, I swear to God. Wow. So it's... it was like it was a list that went on for like five minutes and there's like four columns, tiny writing. So yeah. that's really cool. You can see how they got their money. Yeah, because I was gonna mention that actually, because I think the protagonist a few times does that kind of stalled talking in a deep voice, and it kinda of reminded me of Sandberg in Kung Fury. Yeah, I got I got Kung Fury vibes. Which is a similar film that got backed by a lot of people. Is that a beer yeah. movie? Because I feel like we should review this at some point. I, my only problem with it is it's like 15 minutes long. Yeah, it's 30. It's the same as an uh, episode pretty much, isn't it? Yeah. I don't I don't know how much we have to talk about. We can do it, but I don't, don't know how long the episode <laughs> It could be one where we do Might make up for how long this one's gone. Yeah, we could potentially do a watch along with it actually at some point in the future, yeah. maybe. Well, maybe. Maybe we'll leave that one in the a drawer somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Is there uh, anything else you want to touch on in this very strange? Uh, so much, but I think we've kind of getting towards our upper limit, so yeah. I'm happy to <laughs> move on. Perfectly enjoyable. Let's move on to the bonus yeah. points. Go for it. So, uh, as ever, this is out of anything. I have gone for another high school myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've given it a 99. Oh, okay. Uh, what have you gone for? See, apart from the one week where you couldn't hear me properly and I said 65 million as a joke and you logged it in, yep. 
I've not really mm -hmm. gone high, but this was as much enjoyable for me as Tammy and the T-Rex was, and I feel like it deserves a high score. This is based on a film, like, basing itself around the 80s. So I'm thinking 80. Wow. Because it... I fully thought at one point you were going to say three. <laughs> I was thinking, like, how many oranges do I get when I buy them? I normally yeah. get, like, eight. So maybe that, but... Yeah. No, I think 80 is one of them ones that deserves it. Yeah, it's fair. It's a fair score. Um, and that has given us a final score of 1,207. Oh, not as high as um, I thought. Nicely coming into top 10 uh, in position 7, uh, which has kicked out uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night out of the top 10. I can't believe that was that high, to be fair. Yeah, I'm so actually shocked, to be fair. Well deserved. Uh, it sits just above Sorority Babes and Slime Bowl Bowlerama, which I feel like has a very similar tone, mm -hmm. but this is executed better. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like so it's in sense. it's in good company. Yeah, and sits just below Beast of Bunny. Here comes Peter Cotton Hell. I forget that some of these films got such high yeah. points. Um, I'd, I'd say those two, uh, they're similar tone at least. I think this is probably, of all the films, one of the ones I'd watch the most. Yeah, I'm again. definitely revisiting this one. Yeah, this is one that I will go, do you want to watch a crazy film like... <laughs> during the night like while we're drunk this is the one to go for and you, that's when you go there's actually this many kills and mm. someone goes fuck off yeah. there's that many you're like yeah look the town's dead yeah. it's 4,000 uh, yeah just a uh, really good fun this one highly recommended yeah but let's hope potentially next week's film lives up to it we'll wait and see I'm pulling a face because uh -huh. from the sound of the film maybe not but who knows Anyway, tune in next week to find this out. It's one of my picks, isn't it? It's is one of your picks, and we'll find out next week. So, thank you for listening to Beer Movies. Check us out on Instagram at Beer Movies Pod or write us an email to Beer Movies Podcast Outlet.com saying what B movie or beer we should review next. And next week, we discuss Minotaur from 2006. Oh, it's got Tom Hardy in it, it's the only reason I picked it. <laughs>